what is up world um thanks for joining us jeff needs sports again we got a great show for you tonight uh, this is something new i'm uh, kind of transforming from last year but uh, those who listen to the tuesday aftermath will recognize it call it the scouting report so what we're going to do is me and my crew from the off the ball network uh we're going to tell you about the uh, storylines and and things you want to look look at in games this weekend both nfl and college and you know we're going to discuss like um you know talking points and players and everything so tonight i have uh, an awesome an awesome um panel right here i got a couch coach from a couch coach live podcast and i got a chris lebron from the off the ball podcast prez of the off the ball network what's up chris we got we got mo murphy bouncing in and out he will be in from up in flames uh, I promise you, he, he needs to, need to upgrade that Wi-Fi over there. <laughs> he will, he's not on the ship anymore, though, so we're glad he's to have him. Ship, you would think he's on the ship with the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. So, hey, thanks so much for being on tonight, guys. Uh, this is my first. Wow. This is my first kind of preview show of the season. We're, we're we're doing week one of just general football here, and uh, just discuss, uh, you know. Yeah, why to watch the games, you know, games that you guys might be anticipating, uh, basically the storylines, what, what we're going to be talking about next Monday. So, um, first of all, I know you guys got to be excited. Uh, football, football starting Thursday. I mean, we got college and NFL starting Thursday night. And, I and like, regardless of Big everything. Day tomorrow. Yes. Big all, day. This is, uh, this is like, a, I mean, this is a holiday for, for me. Mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest. So, so mm-hmm. first, uh, we'll, we'll get down the list here. Um, just – Let's get this out of the way. What are the games gonna? What are they gonna look and what are they gonna sound like? I mean, there's we've. I don't. I've never watched a game with no fans. Um, not an NFL game. Like, wh- wh- what do you anticipate? Just the the overall aesthetics of it. Go ahead, coach. I mean, oh, Chris, go it, it's gonna. It's it's gonna feel weird. It's just like you know when we watch basketball and we watch baseball. You know, it still has that weird feel, but. At the end of the day, you know, especially with especially with basketball, like you, you you obviously feel like all right, you know, there's no fans and there's no stands, there's no all this, you know, in the background. But then at the end of the day, you're literally focused on what's happening on the court, right? And I feel like you know, basketball has really done good with that. Baseball to me still feels weird, you know, especially with there's so many angles, especially when there's a hit to the outfield, a fly ball to the outfield, and you just see no one. It still has that feel. Football, I feel like with football, they keep everything on the field. They don't really pan out to that, you know, for for that for uh, for the most part. Um, so I I feel like the you know you know we're, it's gonna feel weird at first, especially when they come out and you know they obviously they they usually do the whole big thing for Thursday night. You know, yeah. Super Bowl champions. They have the whole shabam, you know, celebration, you know, Super Bowl banner and all that. So that's going to feel weird, that aspect, you know, seeing no one. But I don't know if there's limited – if the Chiefs are going to have uh, – I think they're going to have limited amount of fans yeah. there, if, if I'm oh, not correct. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. I so. think there's like 5 like 10% capacity. I don't, know, but I don't know the exact number. But I believe they got, they'll have some fans. But still, obviously, that place would be, you know, whatever the 60,000, 70,000 people going crazy, which would have been a great, tremendous atmosphere. Oh, yeah, it would have been huge. Those fans, you know – you know, win the Super, you know, the Super Bowl trophy. You know, getting all that—that would—that's something that I think we'll miss out. But after that, I mean, I think we'll we'll, we'll get used to seeing, you know, just the product on the field and, and getting used to that. Oh yeah, Mo Murphy from Up in Flames. What is happening? Oh. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 like froze on me. My fault. 
No, that's all, that's all right, man. So, um, uh, how do how do you think the uh, not having a crowd affects the game actually on the field? I know they're I think they're pumping in crowd noise. They were allowed they're allowed to pump in crowd noise, but what's the effects of not having fans in that stadium? I think kind of listening here's it's it's gonna take some getting you. Uh, I don't that I, it'll be for football players to it, and I want they're just you know they have. Any, their season they get shut down. So I just think play. Um so you're breaking up just breaking up just a little bit, Mo. Oh, you're breaking up, bro. Uh, okay, I... <laughs> it's our it's our no we're gonna it, it'll come in. Uh coach, what do you what do you think, man? Uh, I think it's gonna be um going back to what Chris was saying, I think it's more so the NFL is a little bit different in a sense where they really don't pan too much on the on the crowd noise itself. So um, I think that really wouldn't be effective for us. We, you know, sometimes we'll see a parting shot in the beginning where they say, you know, it's a capacity crowd. Well, most time you don't, you're not going to see it. And plus me as a Washington football fan, <laughs> this, I, it's, it's pretty nice where we've had empty stadiums or at least <laughs> a, a 60% of the opposing fans being there. So, um, you know, me aesthetically – I'm used to it, unfortunately. That that is a good point. Ryan Fellowman brings up. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> is that I've always been one to say that, like, I'm not a I'm not a huge believer in home field advantage and all that. I never get too carried away with that. I believe in momentum, but I don't get too carried away with that. And uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna find out if the Saints play different. You know, in front of no fans, uh, we're gonna find out if the Chiefs play different. They really benefit off that indoor, you yeah. know, being in the dome indoor. They really benefit from that home field. Or Even Seattle. though it didn't matter last year against the Vikings, but still, they still benefit yeah. big time home advantage. So it's going to be interesting to see with them for sure. So, 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 what about um, the the next topic here, real quick, before we get into the games? Um, what's the effect of, especially NFL? They're, they're going their their first live action is going to be a, a regular season game as opposed to four preseason games that um, we've seen over the years. Uh, what, what's the effect of that physically? Probably more than anything, right? That's yeah. going to be massive. I mean, that's a. That's, I think I mean, it's huge. I obviously, obviously, preseason is you know people get tired of preseason four preseason games, and I get it. I I I really felt like they, you know, there should have been at least two preseason games because. To go into the season super raw, you know, I know we practice, but going against your own teammates, I mean, I mean, you, you're not hitting the quarterback, you're not doing stuff that that you would do at least in a preseason game to at least get your get yourself ready to go. So for me, you know, there's there might be some some a lot of bad bad techniques week one. You're gonna see a lot of bad tackling. You're gonna see a yes. lot of miss. Miss, uh, you know, miss, miss timing with as far as route running, routes are going to be old passes are going to be over though. It could be an ugly week one, especially for the younger teams, right? You know that that starting, you know, young quarterbacks, you know, the Giants, you know, the Washington football team, you know, uh, you know, there's going to be there's a lot of other teams, you know, I don't know if you know, the Chargers, you know, we could see Herbert, you know, you know, play week one, you know, uh, you know. For you know, Tyrod Taylor doesn't get the job done. You know, we know that leash is very short. You know, for Tyrod. I mean, think know. about it. A rookie quarterback hasn't been hit yet. I mean, actually no hit. 
Not not a not tackled, not hit. In his first game, they're going to be coming after him. And Giants, I don't know if you guys heard, and I think I talked about that on the last show, is that the Giants were were, were letting Daniel Jones get thumped a little bit. Like, like Oh, that's not a bad to, idea. Which is, listen, I know we, you know, it, it's scary to hear and hear that. You're like, yo, they're hitting the quarterback. And, like, that's like, right. no, you can't do that because you, you, if – Especially for the Giants, if we lose Daniel Jones, I mean, <laughs> things things are gonna get ugly in, in uh, at, at MetLife Stadium. But you need that though. You, I mean, you can, right? A whole, tri- you know, you're talking about a whole. You know, the last game the Giants played was in December. You're talking about nine months between right. getting hit. You so, know, so yeah, that's a long time to get without getting hit. Right. So, you know, I see. I think like some thud thudding should be good for quarterbacks. You know, you come at him, you pick him up, you give him a little uh. But obviously, you don't want to hurt the quarterback or anything. But it's gonna like I said, week one. There's gonna be a lot of rusty, rusty play. There's gonna be like I said, t- bad t- tackling's gonna be bad. There's gonna be a lot of you know offensive linemen not being rhythm. You know, it, it might get ugly week one so, for sure. But, yeah, uh, it, it's. it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting week. It's sure. so, coach. Let's springboard on that. Who do you do you um, who do you think that benefits? Uh, we got Ryan there says that's the the veteran safeties and pass rushers are going to get off in week one because of everything we just talked about. How do how do you yeah. see it as far as like uh, um, the actual effect on the field of not playing preseason? Yeah, and I think really um, ultimately come to kind of piggyback on Chris's point, but more so on the sense I think. When you look at, I think it's going to be the real issues are going to be the penalties, the Ooh. everything in the trenches. Where you're going to see like a lot of like offensive line issues, defensive line issues, especially you know you'll have a lot of holding calls, different types of you know snaps are getting you know as far as because still trying to get used to actually all that because we really fail to realize the preseason is beneficial in the sense where your starters do sometimes essentially get. Essentially, maybe a, a few, um, a, 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 a few um, plays or what have yeah. you. So they have to have those type of, um, you know, that, t- that type of continuity that's needed, where you can do these, you know, t- certain things. I think the trenches is where really things going to really, you'll see the it, the details of that. Which I don't think you're going to see that a lot on the field. But I think if you pay attention and you realize, oh well, you know, the line's not doing no, you know, the line is kind of a little sloppy. They, you know, doing a little, you know, as far as the calls, the kind of the, the cadences are off, you know, different types of those type of like, I think really the fundamental things. Fundamentals, yeah. You're really going to see, you're like, oh, wow, like, whoa. <laughs> like, and so, and another thing that kind of struck me today, is if nothing else, um, you know, like Chris said, these guys haven't hit each other since, you know, last winter. Um, it's it's no different. Like, you got you got a grown man that, that, you know how many you guys know how many fights you see in the preseason, the training camps, and the scrimmages and stuff. So the first mm-hmm. time somebody besides your teammate hits you in the side of the helmet, it's going to agitate you because it's mm-hmm. been so long. So instead of getting that out in the preseason and getting it out in practice and having the fights that everybody sees, that's going that's going to be on the field, you know, in penalty situations. So that that could, I mean, that could be a real factor. I mean, just dudes, yeah. this has been a stressful year. And now the first time you get hit in the side of the helmet is somebody from the other team. You, if the guys may snap. You're see a lot of roster moves made after week one because oh listen, god, how many guys yeah. we see, you know you you base your roster off 
watching preseason games, especially for the bottom tier of the roster yeah. or your your back yeah. quarterback. You know, those guys again judged off preseason games, and you know now you just have to go off the like, all right, do all right, off the numbers right now. You just got to go off, you know, where we drafted a guy. We got to keep this guy because you know, or or we just you have a number set. All right, we need six wide receivers. We need three tight ends. We need nine. Right. Uh, you know, nine uh, D, uh, nine DBs. You know, you just have a number. They're just and numbers that's, that's now. What we're gonna do. So, you know, instead of actually like having tape and be like, okay, this guy looks awful. He's not going to be on the team now. That guy who who probably would have been awful if he had actually played is probably on the team, and vice versa. There's guys that that are you know um uh, this vice versa like i said vice versa and it's 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 just gonna be crazy and i and i tell you a couple of guys that don't belong on a field on a field and, and i tell you a couple positions to look for too is because and because of their want to and their physical positions your running backs and your linebackers are the guys who you never hear of and then they make their i mean no different than um you know Terrell Davis back in the day, you know, makes huge tackles on special teams and becomes a Hall of Famer. Like, because those are guys that those are guys you find out how much they want to play football. A wide receiver can can do his thing and look great, but like in preseason games, when you got a fourth string running back and he goes down there and he's covering kicks, that's when you find out how much he wants to get hit and wants to play football. And that's you know the opposite. Linebackers are the same way. So there's where you're going to find, you know, a guy may have looked great in practice. But does he want to get hit? And, but but then you don't know who you cut. <laughs> That's true. How do you find him? So it's 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 weird, right? You know. It's just strange, yeah. So that's a couple of positions, you know, that 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 are that are going to be hurting, like these surprise running backs. But um, you know, it'll work itself out. I mean, everybody's playing by the same rules, so it is. Yeah, there's no advantages. Everybody's on the same blaze, same playing basis. So yeah. All right, so uh, so let's start with week one, and we'll go down through the NFL week one first, um, and I, I, I kind of went game by game here, and we'll throw out some talking points about it, and you guys, you know, tell me what you think. So, uh, you know, the first, first notable game I got is, is Thursday night, Texans-Chiefs. Um, it's Watson versus Mahomes, which, you know, it, that's probably the greatest quarterback matchup, you know, that we could want maybe for the next 10 years. We don't know. And, that could be um, the next Brady versus Manning. Man. Let's hope so. And yeah. And uh, so, you know, one of the questions is, like, you know, is Watson is Watson going to take that next step like we talked about Mahomes did last year? And uh, not that he needs a lot of steps, but we've seen it. And then, uh, you know, do the Chiefs have a Super Bowl hangover or do they start the season, you know, uh, full full stride? What do, what do you guys think? I think especially in this climate where we didn't have, you know, a preseason – I think this is going to be full speed ahead for Kansas City. I think they're just they're you know they're just going to be leaps and bounds of out of you know out of the jump. I think the continuity being there and the lack of continuity on on other teams is going to help them big time. Yeah, I think I feel the same way. What do you think, Chris? What do you think of this game? I mean, this game, this game is uh, you know it's going to be it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, and uh, you know the only reason that I think anyone has any, you know, thinks the Texans can do anything this year is because of the quarterback. It's because of number four. That's a good so, point. You know, Watson is, is to me, he, he's, he, he's almost on that like elite quarterback level. Like, and, and that's and what so I wonder. Unfortunate that, he, that, that to me, the front office has really let him down, you know, you know <laughs> you think? Him weapons and, 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 and let's listen. He could have been a Super Bowl. You know, they had a twenty-four nothing lead. 
Yeah. I mean, you close that thing out. I don't care if it's the first quarter, if you got that lead, or you it's fourth quarter. You hold you get that lead and you win that football game. And, if, and they blew it. And, and if he gets it. to if he gets to a Super Bowl, he can definitely win it. Like he's yeah. he's got that he's got he's that special. ability. And We've seen it in Clemson when he played against Alabama twice. Yeah. You know, even in the first one, he yeah. balled out in that first loss. And what he do, he came back the next season and then the you know, game winning touchdown to Hunter Renfro. Uh, I believe on a refer right had the touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And he did it. You know, so he's he has a winning pedigree. All he did was win at Clemson. Yep. And he's winning in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Now he's got he's got to take that next step to, to be that. But I have the utmost confidence that he could get there. Yeah, me too. I don't think that I, tomorrow oh, yeah. night. Yeah, I don't think tomorrow night ends his season, but I wouldn't mind him. You know, I, I would love to see both those guys show up tomorrow night because that's 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 just wonderful. Love the fact that he was it wasn't a top pick. You know, one of the top picks in that in that draft a few years ago. I mean, you know, the Bears are just still sick of their stomach. <laughs> oh man, they don't have one of these two guys because if they have one of these two guys. Maybe the Bears are, are you know, maybe a, a Super Bowl content. Both uh, of them can play anyway, yeah. And that's a whole other show you can oh, do. Oh, yeah. Uh, this matchup <laughs> is fun. We're going to see two great quarterbacks go at it. Uh, obviously, the Texans, you know, uh, they, they lost, you know, Hopkins. And, and uh, so offensively, you but know. I don't know if I consider that. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if I consider that losing. I'm curious to see if Watson may play better without Hopkins. I don't think field. he said wide receivers, you know. They can Obviously, be just, you know, t- you could win without a, a a true wide receiver one, but it, it, it will hurt a little bit as far as just the chemistry he had. And sure. but you know, you you just got to get guys to step up. You know, they added Brandon Cooks. You know, obviously he's not he's not Hopkins, but I was gonna say Bernard Hopkins, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Hopkins. He's not Bernard yeah, Hopkins. But, uh, and they still got Will they Fuller. Still got, they still got Fuller. Fuller's a baller, man. stays healthy, which is yeah. the same thing we go through every year with Will Fuller because oh, he yeah, had moments yeah, last year where he balled out, but. Health. If he's healthy, then they got you know they added um the wide receiver from Green Green Bay. He was with the Packers. I I can't think of his name. Uh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. They added yeah. Cobb. You know, yeah, Cobb. Yeah, they, they tried to meet up for, for losing yeah. Hopkins. So you know, it, it we'll should see. be a fun game. But to me, the Kansas City's the they're uh they they got too much firepower on. Um, I don't I don't think the Texans can control what they have offensively. So uh, I think the Chiefs win this one. Right. And if David Johnson, if you get anything out of David Johnson, who used that's to be a good the point. Darling, he's a solid back. Yeah, he's a solid that's back. A so, are we going to get that David Johnson number one overall fantasy football draft? No, nah, <laughs> oh, I don't man. think so. But hey, you I never don't know. Think so, but hey, I think he can but, definitely get you close to a thousand or a thousand yards, and you know, get right. you three, four hundred, five hundred yards receiving. And, and Watson, Watson only needs. Happening. Watson only needs spurts. He doesn't need he doesn't need a whole game out of a right. guy. He needs spurts. So uh, all right, we'll move on. So Packers Vikings, um, huge. This is a huge opening game. We all know that when it comes down to Week 17 or however many they're playing now, that this game's going to matter. Um, yep. And and that's the biggest thing. Like th- this game matters Week One because you know it's going to come down to some sort of tiebreaker at some point. So um, so who you guys got, uh, Coach Go? Um, give me the Packers. I think I think. Aaron Rodgers is going to play pissed off. I think he's going to be kind of had that year where it's like, you know what? I'm going to prove LaFleur that I'm going to do my thing. And then he's going to see oh, me I next year. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So I think he's going to be, he's going to play pissed off. And I think Minnesota's going to have a little rough start, even though I had them win the division. But I think, I think I got the Packers in this matchup. Nice. What do you think? What do you think, Chris? Uh, I got the Vikings in this one, man. I, I just think the Vikings defense, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, the Packers lost Balaga, which is which is lost. I think he went to the char the Chargers or the Rams in the offseason. Uh, I just think the the whole Aaron Rodgers, you know, situation. You know, they took Bryce Love in the first round. I think that's, that's real. I think that's a real thing. I think that's that. I don't. You know, Aaron Rodgers could use that as motivation, but I think. You know, I, I really think they want Bro Love to be that, not Bryce Love. I'm thinking that that was the running back for you guys um, the, from Utah State. You know, oh, uh, Jordan, 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 Jordan. Yeah, you're right. I keep right, saying, right. I say oh, Bryce yeah, too. Yeah, right. oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking of Washington for a second. But yeah, yeah uh, I think Jordan Love. It's a Jordan Love high for a reason. It's a, but it's but it's kind of it goes back to you know when Brett Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers. So it's so, so Aaron can use that as motivation and they could take yep. that and he could just, you know, shove it in their face. But I don't see him. He's. I don't think he's gonna. He's definitely won't be there long term. And you know, I just I like this Vikings team this year. I really. I, I, I really I'm like leaning. I'm leaning towards the Vikings year. for the year too. And this game's going to matter. I, I promise that uh, yeah. whoever loses will be chasing this the rest of the year. So, um, so then um, another uh, another interesting game for different reasons. Uh, Browns Ravens. So, the, the the question is, will the Ravens offense be that good again? And you know, obviously, everybody's watching Action Jackson. Can he repeat? Is he is he as good as like we've all been, we've all been um, you know vouching for him? Like, yeah, he is legit. That's the thing. But then you got the you got the new look Browns. You got a new coach, you know, new new format and everything. Um, Mayfield's in his what third year now. Um, so big year, uh, big year. So big I mean, year. I think it, I mean it's obviously a bigger game for the Ravens, but if, but if the Browns would upset this, then you got you got a huge conversation that's going to happen. You're going to have a lot of, like, I told you so's, you know, you can't trust Jackson, blah, blah, blahs. Or if the Ravens roll, then you got same old Browns, bury them. So uh, what do you think about this game, Coach? I think it will be the opposite of last year. I think, that, I think that this Cleveland Brown team can go into Baltimore and win. You know how every time last year they were like, oh, my God, like how the Ravens put up 59 points to the Dolphin. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. But, you know, everybody yeah, was like, right, even that. and it's just like, look, I believe in this Cleveland Brown team. For some odd reason, I am slowly drinking the Kevin Stefanski Cleveland Brown Kool-Aid. And it, it, it might be a real thing. I mean, they got a nice roster and it, it's very possible. What do you think, Chris? I like Kevin Stefanski. I, I I don't know. I just really like his vibe. I don't know. I thought he should, probably should have been the coach last year. He probably should have got the job last year. And I, I thought he should have been a running for the – but uh, – uh, oh, I have, I have music in the background. I was getting – I was getting – I was like, what's going on with the music? I got – I hear Cleveland Browns music out of nowhere. Uh, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, the Cleveland Brown. I'm like, wait, Jeff got new music? Okay, I was listening to it for a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, the, the Browns. The Browns are just one of those teams where I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the the Ravens, right? Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if they go in and they beat because they have the talent. But I just think the Ravens have, you know, I just think the Hollywood Browns gonna take that next step. You know, like I said, I'm a big Mark Andrews guy. Like I said on the, on the last show, I, I like this Ravens team to go all the way and win it. So uh, I think the Ravens get it done, but. The Browns, it just it wouldn't shock me if they come out and they give the Ravens everything they got. That, that's what I kind of see they, too. They win the game, but I'm gonna go Baltimore for this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then if there's here's a nice game. Uh Seahawks, Falcons. 
Uh, you know, what we're going to find out, are the Seahawks as good as a lot of people think the Seahawks are maybe the second best team in the NFL? And yeah. or is Coach right? Are the Falcons contenders? Because this they win this game. I mean, I know it's crazy, but at week one, this is a huge game against a tiebreaker opponent because Seattle could easily finish, you know, second in the NFC West as good as it is. Falcons win this game. That, that's like that catapults them, you know, on their way. So you're going to find, you know, find out a lot about about these two teams. What do you, what are you thinking, Coach? You got them picked to win the South, man. I, I got them picking to win in the South out of all the myths of chaos of the Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks and the Saints. This Atlanta Falcons team, I always say you watch out for a team that went – this team went 6-2 and two last year in the last eight games of the season. Raheem Morris is now the uh, the official defensive coordinator, and I love what he did in those, in those final eight games. Seattle has to go east. This isn't a game in Atlanta. This is a, you know, this oh, is yeah, be a yeah, it's true. This is a cross-country game. Atlanta has to win this game. I know this is a little <laughs> overreaction, but I, to feel them to have the type of stability for them to, 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 to instill this situation, they have to win this game. And I think they have a shot to winning, to beating this Seattle team. Because everybody's high on the Seattle team, and rightfully so. But give me the Falcons. Oh, nice. Jelani's high. Jelani's high. <laughs> yeah. Jelani's right. I mean, hey, you like you know. <laughs> he may stop yeah. by tonight. He might be real happy. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is a, the, the Falcons, to me, are the, the Browns of the, of the yes. NFC. Because yeah. you would, would yeah. it surprise you if the Falcons win the division no. and, and make the Super Bowl run? It wouldn't surprise me. But it also, like I said, wouldn't surprise me if they're four and twelve and and everyone gets fired. But uh, yeah. you know, so th- this is a tough game. But you know, I have the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl, so I, I'm high on the Seahawks. And, yeah, me too. Uh, I, th- I think Russell Wilson. You know, uh, this might be a, a tight game. This might be, be close, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm I think Russell Wilson gets the job done and they pull this one out. Uh, for sure. And I think what we talked about earlier, like with offense having the advantage, I think Seattle's is just a, you know, I don't know, man. You got Julio on the other side. You know what? It's going to be a close, probably closer than I think. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning okay. Seattle because I think they're the second best team. I mean, if you checked out my power rankings on uh, the off the ball network, you know I got them too. So I can't back off. All right. Uh, then we got, um, here's a great NFC West matchup for a couple different reasons. We got the Cardinals 49ers. So, you know, everybody knows the Super Bowl loser traditionally struggles we don't really know why a lot of it's schedule a lot of it's like i don't know attitude you lose good players because you went to the super bowl there's all kinds of factors and so you got our 49ers going to to have a hangover and is uh kyler murray going to take that next step that that uh because he was i know he had a he had a great rookie season and i watched a lot of his tapes i'm a huge fan of his but it's also a situation that's kind of like with Mayfield coming in the last year that everybody like is almost acting like he's going to double his production. I'm like, ah, sometimes like even if 10% better is better, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't know if Kyler's, I don't know if Kyler's jumping up like a lot of the experts think, or if we just like the kid so much, which I'm, I'm guilty of that. Like love the guy. So just what do you think about this matchup? 49ers, uh, Arizona. What do you think coach? I love this matchup. This is another one where you're looking at the established brand, which is the San Francisco 49ers, yep. against a now up and coming a team that can sneak out of anybody. The the team in, in um the, the Cardinals, they're like you know they're the they're the little rose that that ash that that that's rising up. Yeah, I like the matchup, and a part of me, I, I'm gonna go with San Francisco, but a part of me would not be surprised if Arizona could pull out this upset. I think. 
for some odd reason with Kyler Murray, for some bizarre reason, he just makes things happen. I love the and kid. I like him. He goes against the grain. He's a guy yep. that we look at, oh, he's a midget. We make these memes. But no, he gets the job done. Yep. Russell Wilson was considered a midget. And now, yep. look what he is now. So I think San Francisco is going to win this game. But don't don't I be I I definitely be watching this. What, what do you think? What do you think, Chris? I mean, this is this is going to be to me one of the most underrated good games oh, of, yeah. of the week. For sure. This Arizona team is, is I I really like Kyle Murray a lot. I think he's just special quarterback and Cliff Kingsbury to me. I like it's a a lot of people were hating on Cliff Kingsbury cuz he got fired from Texas Tech and all that and and uh and people getting on him for that. But to me, man, I, I just like Kyler Murray a lot. But to me, you know, I know San Francisco lost some pieces, but they still, to me, the physicality. Oh, they, they exactly. I think that's the difference, I too. Just, I think that's the difference in this game. I mean, they still got they, they got some dogs on defense. And that's a know, t- that's a t- about, They got Bosa and them guys, you know, uh, they, they, they got a squad still. So I think. The Cardinals are a year away, maybe, from taking that next step. But to me, uh, you know, it, it's, it'll be close. It'll be closer than people think. But to me, San Francisco's physicality on both sides of the ball. I agree, and they're me, healthy. And they yeah. You got a team that's that physical and that healthy with that defensive line. I mean, that's what you're going to watch. You're going to yeah, watch that. You're gonna, the defensive yeah, line. You're going to watch that. And we talked yeah. about it. Once again, they're going to have the advantage because that position doesn't change. You know, Nick Bosa go kill everyone is a lot easier to repeat. So, yeah, I'm going with they that. Lose, they lose DeForest Buckner and replace him with Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> so here's so here's quietly the game of the week probably. It's Buccaneers Saints. Um, it's a yeah. divisional game. Uh, you got, you know, Brady, you know, coming into the new squad. I argue that this is Brady's best as far as uh, the best offensive roster he's had in Probably since oh, like the oh se- late the late aughts, you know, oh seven, oh eight, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. If it wasn't for Randy Moss, I would say ever. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I just can't say it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but he's really. But is he the same? I mean, Randy Moss is like two receivers, so you might say that because it's a he's such, huge yeah, he's game. That damn good, but he's huge got a game. bunch of good receivers, and everybody's there. watching. This is every all the eyeballs are in this game. So, what's your take on this one, Coach? Yeah, I love this matchup. This is the way you got the two. The two, I, this is a salt and pepper game type of matchup. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> salt and, and pepper game of the week. <laughs> right. Salt and pepper game of the week. I might and steal that. At, <laughs> and these are two great legendary Hall of Fame head um, um, quarterbacks duking it out. Like you said, this could be an offensive game where, you know, we look at the Saints as, oh, man, they have a great defense. But now I think you can throw all the defense out the way. No. You got these two guys. It's going to be a situation where I think whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. Very well. Very well could be. Give me, give me Tom Brady and wow. the Tampa Bay O'Neillers. Wow. Oh. <laughs> All right, Prez, what do you think? I'm, uh, you, you know you know how I feel about TB12. I, I don't mean, care about the yeah. age. He's, yeah. But to me, it's going to come down to which defense makes that one stop. Because yeah. – the Tampa Bay, you know, their front seven is solid, but the back end is it's suspect. It's suspect. I mean, they're starting Antoine Whitfield Jr. 
you know, his pops was, was a legend. Yeah. But, you know, he's a rookie. You know, they got Bunting, who's a second-year dude, and then the, the corner situation is – Yeah, you're you know, right. You're right. That's that's it, not the defense it, it, that Brady had it, last year. It's not great. So, I, I, I expect both – both quarterbacks to, to light it up. I mean, this this is this is definitely going to be the – I'm taking the over <laughs> on this matchup for sure. That That's the same. But it's going to come down to me, which de- whatever defense makes that one play, that one turnover late in the game, to me, it's going to have that Super Bowl with the, with the Patriots and Eagles vibe. And the Eagles yeah. made the one play to stop it. I think it's going to be something like that. Whoever makes that one play – on defense, to me, is going to win this. Which is, game. I'm I'm leaning towards the Saints only because of that. And but yeah. it's another game that's going to matter <laughs> late in the season, man. Divisional games, it's it's crazy that they're playing. So so here's a really interesting game, and I think this is another must win for both teams. And I know it sounds crazy, Week One, but it is. Uh, Cowboys Rams. Um, basically, what I got is both teams need to win this game and look good. Like the the Cowboys can't lose this game. The Cowboys can't lose this game. Um, the Rams really need to win it because their division, every game you lose, like it's going to cripple you in the West. So That's I got, why I think the Rams need to win this game because that division is yeah. tough. Yeah, exactly. So, so so, what do you think, Coach? Yeah, like I said, this this is a pivotal matchup because this could oh, yeah. in essence, be these type of wild card situations because I still think we're going to probably be in a log jam of 9 and 7, 10 and 6 oh, yeah. where they try to get in. Give me the Rams in this matchup. I'm part of my bias, but them now being that beautiful, luxurious Inglewood, California estate that they're in now. And Man, I'm that's like, nice. I'm definitely looking forward to that, seeing the, that aesthetically. And I just think that, um, you know, and it's a primetime matchup. So I, I'm looking at the Rams going to take care of business in, in game one. What do you think, Press? This, I'm going to go with the Rams. I mean, wow. I'm going to go with the Rams. The, this Cowboys team, the offensive line to me is taking a step down. Oh, and that's uh, a, this, a bad this, week to do that. It's a bad week to do that because they got they got that man. They got <laughs> they got AD coming in. <laughs> they got AD coming in, and and he's he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know, he he wants to get to the you know get back to that Super Bowl and, and do some stuff. You know, uh, but uh, it, it to me. I think he dominates the interior. I think he dominates. There's no Travis Fredericks no more, you know, for the Cowboys. And I think that's – I think he's going to just wreak havoc inside. And then that might lead to DeMarcus Lawrence having some, you know, uh, some – some uh, a field day to uh, – not DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, um, yeah, yeah. For, 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 yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, and, the, you know, Ramsey got paid, so he's motivated. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, he got he's motivated. You know, he just got a fat new uh, uh, contract for for the Rams. So I think uh, I think the Rams get this done, and and they got and they got some weapons on offense too. Obviously, Robert oh, yeah. Woods, you know, uh, yeah. Cooper Cup is and they're healthy. And Higby, yeah, and they're, they're healthy, and you know, Goff will step up. I think McVay has a has a chip on his shoulder too because last year, you know, he, he he struggled. You know, his sophomore season as a head coach, he yeah. did, you know, he he definitely didn't have the. You know, he wasn't didn't make the best moves last year, but uh, I think he steps up in it. But I think the Rams, even though there's no one in the stadium, you know, brand new stadium and all <laughs> yeah, that, that factors in a little bit because you know, sure, new home, but uh, it's it's gonna be well. Uh, I think they get it done. It may factor in more this year because nobody's left their home. Like this is the first time anybody's traveling anywhere. Like you know, yeah. these these it may it may be more of a factor this year the first couple of weeks than ever. Yeah. So. um so then I got now this one, you know, it's not going to take a lot of analyzing, but um, an interesting game 
wild card wise in the AFC, Titans Broncos. Uh, the winner of this game is is going to be in the wild card race. You know, probably the rest of the year. The Titans. I, I don't know. I hate to take a team that went that far last year and looked that good late in the season and dismiss them as they need to win a game to be in the wild card. So I'm a little weird on them. But I, I traditionally don't trust a running back offense, which is a lot of the reason I don't trust Dallas. But uh, just real quick, Titans-Broncos. I know it's not a, you know, <laughs> it's this not a pay-per-view is, this game. I, this this will be a great game. But if you're in the East Coast and you have to work Tuesday morning, this is going to put you to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you if you're a if you love fundamental football, this is going to be very interesting. I'm I'm going to see what and I want to see what Denver's going to do now without having Vaughn Miller. Yeah, that's that's a tough loss on the that's, that's a two days before tough, the season. Yeah, that, that hurts a lot, man. Such a tough break. You want to see what Denver does with Locke? I call it now the triplets, essentially. You know, with Locke, uh, Melvin Gordon, and then also uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah. So the three-headed monster is that the the up and coming, and then you look at what the Titans and you know could can can a, can that defensive line um, can, can they contain a guy like a Derrick Henry and then also the return of Chubb of uh, um, Bradley, you know from Bradley uh, Chubb. Chubb. So you look at that. This is going to be a fundamental defensive match. That's matchup. a good point. I think I, you're right. Potentially, right. but uh, you know what? Give me the Broncos. Oh it's wow! Home game, give me the Broncos. I think the Titans are going to win, but I, I I wouldn't be shocked if the Broncos win any game this year. Any yeah. any any thoughts on this Midwest matchup? I mean, <laughs> I I think uh, I mean this is going to be a very ugly 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 uh, game for sure, uh, and uh, I don't think I'll be up for this one. <laughs> I, think I, I don't think I can stay up for this game for sure. But you know, the Broncos You're taking you know, the under. Yeah, yeah, taking under for sure. Uh, Von Miller lost that. That hurts. Yeah, that's a big that's loss. huge. That's huge you know, in every way. Yeah, and we don't know if Bradley Chubb because he's questionable going into this game, so we don't know him. So they might not have their two, you know, bookings. But they do have Jerome Casey, who has a chip on his shoulder. You know, he got traded, and he wasn't happy. He wasn't just happy that he got traded. He got happy. He was upset that he got traded for a seventh round pick. <laughs> so he was disappointed at that, but. I, I think the Titans could control the offensive line and the run game for sure, especially with no Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. I think they control this. And uh, they, they'll get some pressure on on, on young Drew Locke because, uh, you know, the, the Broncos – even though I do like the Broncos coming because I think Drew Locke's that guy, but to me, hurt, losing Von was tough. But the offensive line is still, you know, starting a little shaky uh, a little bit. But um, I think the Titans get this done in a in, – in a, in a grind, a grind out game. You know, yeah, I do too. Teams are just going to run the yeah. football to me. And that, and and in week so. one, you just get the win and get out of there. So Vrabel's yeah. just like right, yeah. Vrabel's I think just Vrabel's like just going to run. Yeah, Derek Henry get that downhill, first win. Get a hundred fifty yep. yard rushing. I think that's very obtainable uh, for sure. And then I got I got kind of a box of like these games. It's not about the game. It's more about the storyline. So these are storyline games. So you got the Colts Jaguars, but basically it's just like. Philip Rivers is this Philip Rivers 2.0? Like that's what anybody's going to watch in this game. What's Philip Rivers going to look like with a different team and a pretty, a decent roster? I mean, this team could this team could go to the playoffs. Yeah, I think um, I think he's going to do do great. I think like we talked about on on the preview, um, he's reunited now with Frank Wright, um, who we had a great season when he was in um, San Diego slash Los Angeles. I forgot 
that 10 year way. <laughs> yeah. Watch your mouth. <laughs> hey, right. So now it's then you look at I, and then you just look at Jacksonville. It's like I, I can't Whoa. I don't see much. And I'm just like Trevor Lawrence start putting it down table on the house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, really, really I mean, honestly, you're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, it, just, it, and, and and just remember in the Tom Tom Coughlin regime, if you're five minutes if you're five minutes early, you're late. Yeah. So yeah. You know, so, you're gonna steal your head, uh Trevor, luckily he's not there no more. Top coffin to, to have those rules. That's oh, why he, yeah, that's right. They fired him. Yeah, uh, they fired. Gee, I wonder why. That's right. He's gone. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's gone. Yeah, there's a reason why everybody wants to get traded. Cause, cause right. It's, it's so, crazy because Top Coughlin was, you know, he changed his ways with the Giants, right? Because right. going into that right. Super Bowl season, the first one, not to get off track, but bringing up Coughlin, <laughs> you know, that was the whole big thing with Coughlin was like he was just so hard and he was going to get fired that year, and then he yeah. changed his ways with the Giants. You know that that first year with when Strahan and those boys, and then he yeah. did the game, he won the Super Bowl again, and then he just with Jacksonville, he just with the iron fist, and just that doesn't those those type of that way of 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 uh of, you know running a team just doesn't work. And, well, it you know, works if you got Hall of Famers, you know, running a team. And they had a good year. I mean, that his first year there, Jacksonville went to the. the I mean, a few plays and they'd be in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right, 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 right. You know, it just he just could he just kept that same way, and and that just drowns players. Players don't want to deal with that mm. crap. You got talking with millionaire guys, you know, who mm. don't want to hear coaches yell. Like, not even a coach. You're the GM. You're the, the VP. yeah. I don't want to do that, but so that, that's my coffee. Do you you believe in Philip Rivers, Chris? I don't, but <laughs> the Jaguars are just bad. So yeah, I think yeah, by yeah. default they're going to win this game. I think they run the football. I think they're going to run the football in this game. Well, they probably Mac, want to run the clock. Oh, you mean the Colts? Yeah, yeah. They're going to run. They're going to run the football yeah. with. But see, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Phillips and, uh, and Philip just run the, just run the ball on Jacksonville. Philip likes just, to throw it. Whether I think his kids just like seeing him throw the ball. And you know, if they if they allow fa- family in the stadium, the Colts are going to have a huge advantage because oh, yeah, Philip oh, yeah. Rivers got thirteen kids. And then I got uh, a <laughs> so, more than Jacksonville's going to have. So. <laughs> so, so I marked down uh, the Raiders and Panthers just because I want to see Teddy Bridgewater and McCaffrey. I want to see this Pan- Panthers team, like what, what they put together over the summer. Um, you know, you're, you're, I'm, the Raiders are what they are. I, I don't know. They're, they got seven and nine written all over them. I don't really know where that roster's headed. I don't, I don't know what their game plan is. I really don't care, to be honest with you. But uh, I want I want to see what Carolina looks like. I want to see the new the new Carolina offense with a new coach. Bridgewater so bad. Yeah, yeah, big time, man. Yeah, you, it, this this game interests you at all, coach? I mean, yeah. I mean, which one? The, you talking about the the Panthers, Raiders, Panthers, the Raiders, and oh, yeah, Panthers absolutely. game? Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good matchup. This that's another test where the Raiders once again. Going east again, going to Carolina, That's true. and I think, and we talked about, you know, I think Carolina's a very sneaky, interesting team. They got a great defense. They got a quarterback in, in, in Teddy Bridgewater who's a game manager, so I think he could do what he can do. And you got Christian McCaffrey running the football, and if that defense holds, they're going to be in games. Yeah, it, I mean, it I, could be. I they have speed too. The Panthers' speed—they have yeah. so much speed on offense. Speed. 
And then you look at what they've done in the offseason and then also in the draft. And I think if it wasn't a Chase Young in this draft, I look at Derrick Brown as going, was, was I, the guy I, who I – Derrick Brown was great the, last year. Right, the out-the-box the, the out shoe-in for defensive player, defensive rookie of the year. Yep. Carolina's going to be one of them teams. They're going to have heartbreaking losses, but they're going to be in every game. It, it's possible. So, uh, real quick, Chris, uh, I know you don't want to break down this game too much. What do you think about? <laughs> no, I mean, what do you think about McCaffrey? Where, where you land on him? Is he as good as we think, or is he in the yeah. right position sure. at the right time? And, I, and like, obviously, people are like, oh, he's good because he's white. You know, he's only getting this attention. No, he's good because I, he's good. He was it doesn't le- matter the color of his skin. Like, he's a he's legit, boy, right? But, He's legit. Like he's he's the best running back in football right now. And I'm a huge Saquon Barkley guy, but I would take Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey could do wow. everything. He right. Could do everything. Oh, like he's he can he even run between the tackles too. Like it, it's just he like I said, he's he's a he's that's another wide receiver they have. That, the Panthers can be a sneaky team because they have speed. Galore. It's going to team. be. It's going to be if they run their offense. If they they're, if they're like the Ravens, let's compare them to the Ravens last year. If they build, if they run their offense based on the talent and in the right positions, that they yeah. they could be good. What do you think, Coach? And they got, and they got a good offensive coordinator in Joe Brady, which we talked about on Monday. Yes, I like him, and I think he's gonna. He's it's just so dynamic, and like I said. Carolina was smart for locking Christian McCaffrey up, especially yeah, yeah. now we're going next year to an 18 game, um, what 17 game regular season. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. Like you had to do this. Uh, you, he's only done three. Th- he's the only. He's the third wide receiver to have a, th- a thousand passing, a thousand rushing. No, he's Roger crazy. Craig, Marshall Falk. He's in that category. He reminds a, me. He reminds yeah. me of a slight. I mean, obviously he's a slightly more physical, but he reminds me a lot of Darren Sproles uh, as far mm-hmm. as like what yep. a matchup nightmare. I don't want to go so far as say Marshall Falk because honestly, like a lot of people don't. Marshall yeah. Falk is like way up there, yeah. my yeah. number one yeah. football player that yeah. ever lived. So I wouldn't say something like that. But yeah. um, it's just as far as like what a nightmare when he when he motions out of the backfield. You're like, yeah, oh, shit. All right, you oh, know what I mean? Like matchup he's, he's nightmare. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I their defense, to... their defense is, is solid. If you look at yeah. their defense, yeah. they took Brian Burns out of Florida State last year. All right, yep. and they took uh, a Gross Matos this year out of Penn State yeah. to add with Derek Brown yep. and and Kwan Short, who's one of the best interior linemen in the league. The linebackers are pretty good, you know, Shaq Thompson. Right. You know, oh yeah, yeah. They build the secondary up. If they build the secondary up, they if, can have something. If Bridge, to if It'll be interesting to see who has a better year, Bridgewater or Cam. That's a kind of a, a, a nice little side story, like to keep your eye on, yeah. like who has a better year, Bridgewater or Cam. So I've only got one more quick game, and 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 speaking of Cam, uh, Dolphins Patriots. Everybody wants to see what what what's Cam look like as a Patriot. If it look if it looks bad, all you're going to hear is that that's it. It's over. The Patriots runs over. Uh, you know, it's time to um, you know, f- you know, flip the flip the roster, blah blah blah. If Cam looks good, then it's all going to be like Belichick's a genius. They're 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 back. The system works. Like so, this this is all like. And if the Dolphins win, it's like oh, they're better than we thought. Like it's it's this all overreaction. This game is going to be all an overreaction, and whatever direction it goes, it's going to be an overreaction. Yeah. How, what, what do you think about the storyline of this one, Coach? 
Storyline, like you said, going back to Cam Newton, um, the first time, you know, first time in this offense. Then we have the student versus the mentor. We got Bill Belichick and then Little Bill, aka Brian Flores. Yep. And like this is another one. Me, where yeah, me too. Essentially, is this like payback? Because you think about it, I honestly think you guys are the reason, are the quintessential reason why they didn't absolutely why they why they play in the wild card. We determined that, that we, week 17. we determined the playoffs so, last year. Right. You became spoilers. Yep. I like you guys' chances in this matchup, Jeff. I'm not I just do, doing this. No, just I to, do too. You know, I I am also drinking the Miami Dolphins Kool-Aid <laughs> temporarily. I like where this team is going. But I God, I wish I was I wish I was playing them in Miami and it'd be like hundred some degrees and they just get I don't know. If it, I, if it was in Miami, I would be like, you know what? Give me Miami and the points. I don't know. It was like 150 in Ohio today. So, man, I don't know what temperature is going to be. Out there. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, And I, I always loved when you guys played them in September. And that's when they always have like a horrible game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But give me give me New England in this matchup, though. I think New England's going to take care of business. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. This is going to be one of those games where it's going to be like a field goal wins this game what, you know, do, you, as far as what do you game think winning. what do you think Perez is New, is New England uh, not going to miss a beat I what? am going upset alert upset alert <laughs> upset alert I am going Fitzpatrick he's going to have one of those magical games 350 for three he throws it behind his back and shit <laughs> he's going to it's going to be he's I am going to go on with the bold prediction that he's going to have a Fitzpatrick nice. game he's going to be a QB1 fantasy He's okay. Gonna, yeah, I'm Miami will beat the New England Patriots. All right, I like it. Oh, there you we go. Thought, we thought this team was going to go 0 and 16 last year. Tank for right with a tank for Tua. They tank for Tua. Oh, they, they, they won't get a Tua without having to tank. Yeah, I just right. Tua tank for us. And to me, listen, listen, New England. They've lost a lot of guys. Their defense lost. I mean. Eight, yes. I think they're down eight players. That's a, they don't have a strong pass rush, so you don't have. Oh, hold up! There you are. But yeah, so uh, I think so too. So, um, so that's the last NFL games I have. Any NFL stories or anything you guys want? You guys want to bring up? I'm good. I'm. <laughs> I know you're excited to watch your football team, man. Uh, I am oh, too. You want to see Chase Young's first snap? A, a, a new era. We're gonna see what happens. I'm. 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 I'm at this point now where the expectations is very low. I've been there for I, a I, minute. I, 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 want, I just want to see effort. That's all I want to see at this point. Going you from with, now to January third. You guys I just want effort. Yeah, yeah. We got I, you back. We right, got you back. What happened? Yeah. That's all I, I want. I was getting excited too. I was getting yeah, excited no, you about were, that. So, no, you want to? I think you probably. I think we all want to see what Haskins looks like, like when he's yeah. when he's when it's his team. Like last year was so yeah. screwed up. Like yeah, they screwed it. him up. They yeah, screwed him up. So right. So um. So Chris, what are you looking for? Any NFL stories? Uh, you you got on your. I mean, obviously, I know you want to see what your Giants do. Like that's that goes without saying. Uh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm interested in to see what the Giants do. Uh. Week one, you know, obviously it's a tough test. It's going to be tough going against that Pittsburgh team and the, our Oof, offensive line. That's rough. You know, uh, kind of, kind of still, you know, improved, but still going against TJ Watt. 
and Cam Hayward, you know, that that's it's a bad matchup it, week it, one. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough. Um to see the young guys, you know, see how Saquon does. That that's what I'm looking forward to. If we see any progress with the with the DBs, the DBs are all over the place. Obviously, we lost DeAndre Baker, and that's tough. But to see, you know, to see uh, McKinley and, and see if he grows, you know, uh, the, the safety out of Bama who he took in the first in the second round, you know, see how Andre, a- Andrew Thomas does, you know, uh, you know, the our first round pick out of Georgia. I, I just want to see. I just want to see if they if they just compete. Yeah, you want to see progress. Yeah, you want to see. I just want to see progress. See how the pass rush is. You know, uh, the pass rush is still very, uh, you know, very underwhelming. You know, Andre Carter, O'Shane Zimenez, you know, Golden are are, are a pass rush right now. Um, see what Leonard Williams does. You know, uh, I'm the king of the almost sack. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it, it, he that first, he's like a like I I think I've talked about this before, but he's like Olivier Vernon. When we had Vernon for those oh, few years. Yes, Vernon was so did we. Vernon would never Vernon would have six sacks in a season. You and <laughs> but like eighty seven QB hits, and you're like, yeah. what? Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, like why aren't you sacking the quarterback? Like it's cool you hit the quarterback, but it'd be cool to sack the yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah, let's fumbles. It's like, it's better doing when like, he has the ball. Olivier Vernon, and but um, right. <laughs> that, that's what I'm I'm looking for, and uh, and Tom Brady and, and seeing how he he, uh, yeah. he looks with uh, yeah oh with, uh, that's a with, huge a new story. offense new offense you know uh, and see how he he works with you know he's got an array of weapons we have out there and, uh, we haven't so, saw uh, that, that's looking forward to that we haven't saw a legend move on like this till maybe Montana when he went to the Chiefs uh, I mean because yeah. when Manning's transition was a little weird because of the injury so it wasn't yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. the next season but Montana to the Chiefs kind of reminds me of all right so that wraps up the NFL so we got a Special feature here uh, from our friend Josh Lozano. Let's see how this works out. I think it's going to be great. Um, he was uh, cool enough to um, to do this for us this week. So let's see how this goes here. Hello, my name is Josh Lozano, and I'm the host of the Benchwarmers and Burners podcast. It's a real pleasure to be working with Jeff. He took the time to ask me to make videos every week for you guys, the wonderful listeners to give some betting tips, talk about some trends, stuff like that, just make you guys some more educated sports bettors. Uh, Just for you guys to get a little bit of background on me, I graduated the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. On my show, we talk about sports betting all the time. And on my Twitter account, at J-A-W-S-H-L-O-Z-A-N-O, at Jaws Lozano, I post my plays for free, and then I usually do a write-up. My show is called the Benchwarmers and Burners Podcast, the at symbol... The Twitter handle for it is at the B&B pod. So go check it out. And real quick, let's just get this started. So there were a couple good games that I could have uh, broken down. But for this one, I just wanted to keep it simple. And then also, so you guys don't have to wait till Sunday, I'm going to be breaking down the Thursday game, the Chiefs versus the Houston Texans. The, the line open at Chiefs minus nine. And something that's an interesting t- statistic that you guys need to know is teams that won the Super Bowl the previous year and are home during week one are 20 to three straight up. So that means 20 losses to three. Now that's an interesting fact, but we got to deep down, you got to look down deeper and you got to look, okay, but how does that translate to covering? So when that happens, when you get the prior winning Super Bowl team and they're also home during the first week, they, ha- they covered 12, they've lost eight, and then they pushed three times. So from that, that's a really good spot to open. That's just following the trends. Now just following what we know about football. The Chiefs are bringing back 90% of their offense. 
that's going to be huge. I feel like, I feel like the chiefs are going to be able to run and cover on a ton of teams, especially because there was no preseason. There's nothing like that. We're probably going to see teams and defenses having a lot of lack of continuity, except for the chiefs. Cause the chiefs are bringing back basically their whole, their entire team. I think this is just a great spot. Um, so if you got a little extra play money, then take the chiefs minus nine, use that and then start your bankroll so that you can bet the rest of the NFL. that come through all right oh sorry that come through that all right cool. yeah wasn't that nice i, was, yeah. I can't think oh, I love that sweet josh volunteered how, how'd you even do oh. that? i gotta talk to you after and see how you even do that josh that pretty cool josh volunteered to do that for me he got it in in the Yay. nick of time because i told him we had a show tonight and it it turned out so great i was i couldn't oh, be happier cool. he's yeah, gonna yeah, do that yeah. for me every week he's gonna send one in every week and i'm gonna put it out there nice. and um and uh, he knows his stuff he puts his record up there uh and, you know, the, the guy wins more than he loses, but that was just super cool of him to do. I yeah, like his show. That's dope, that's dope. Uh, everybody, yeah. everybody check out uh, Bench Warmers and Burners. Go follow Josh on Twitter, man. I'll put his links up there. But, uh, yeah, thanks for doing that, Josh, when you get to see this, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's, awesome. Yeah, yeah, great, great guy. I, it's so, so nice of him to do that. I, I, I'm really, really honored that he did that for us. That's uh, super cool. So, um, let's jump into college football right here. It's not, uh, it's not the lineup that we're used to. But uh, let's start off with number one uh, that I saw on the schedule, Syracuse versus UNC. The North Carolina Tar Heels, baby. Uh, They're ranked. They're ranked. Yeah, so I, here's the, uh, my rankings actually are coming out on Off the Ball uh, Network. They'll be out tomorrow. My, uh, my, top, my first top ten of the year will be out tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, this is what I got for this. UNC could set the tone for their whole year. They're playing you – know, it's an only ACC schedule. You know, they, they don't have uh, any surprises. They know who, they know who they're going to play. They know who they got to beat. And uh, they could set the tone in this game. What do you think, Coach? Go ahead, man. That's, that's, that's your boys, right? Yeah. And you guys, you're going you're gonna to see the famous hashtag that I'll be having throughout the course of the season. Get to Charlotte. Hashtag get to Charlotte. And hashtag Sam Howell. Okay. The precocious <laughs> nine-year-old. One of the best quarterbacks in this country. If you he's definitely the Heisman sleeper. Is, the Heisman you, sleeper for sure. Yes, you will know this guy by the end of this season. The precocious, nearly twenty-year-old guy. I think his birthday is on the twenty-sixth, so he's he's closed in on his nineteenth year. This guy, once again, I think last year he had thirty-eight touchdowns and seven interceptions as a freshman, as a as a true freshman. So I look at this as a situation where you're going to start the campaign. I love what um, guys are bringing back. We got um, our guy uh, Michael Carter, running backs back, thousand yard receiver, a thousand yard runner, and then also Daz Newsom, um, another thousand yard uh, receiver. So, hey man, Mac Brown, man, Mac no, Brown, like, the Mac is back. Man. Hashtag Mac, Mac is back. Hashtag B one. Hashtag get to Charlotte, and then. Sam Halfa has me. I got so get used to it, fellas. I think I got <laughs> I got North Carolina. I believe when I did my mock, what I what I did is I went down through like every. I'll explain more about it when I put the thing out. But I went yeah. down through and like uh, projected the schedule and everything, and I got them at most two losses. But they're they're I, I like them. They're a good team. Yeah. Uh, I, I but uh, that, that's a tone setter. Yeah. I mean that's a that's a, that's and a then, yeah. And then I want to count Syracuse out as well. I think Dino Babers is such a, is a hell of a coach. He's probably one of the best coaches besides Mack and, and, and Dabo. And I just look at their um, their um, quarterback and uh, Tommy DeVito 
and you know, I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a game. I mean, I'm, I definitely see Syracuse doing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you know. I think North I think, Carolina. You know, I think North Carolina runs team. away with this yeah. one. What do you think, Chris? You got any thoughts on this game? I, I don't know much about either team, but I'm ready to watch it. I can tell you that. I think Syracuse. <laughs> I think Syracuse wins seventy six to three. Um, <laughs> Sam Howell six interceptions, four for pick six is not. Uh, well, so, I, think, hey, I want I think, some money on that. Listen, the Tarios. Bet on that. Bet on that. Put your money where your mouth is. I'm joking. I don't bet on that. But uh, I don't have a lot of love for UNC. But but to be real, no. Mac Brown to me is changing that program for the better. Uh, you know that was to me the biggest move in North Carolina football history to get him. You know to come out of retirement and uh, and to take over that program. He's doing good. To, and they you know the recruiting. They they they're doing great in recruiting. Sam Howell's to me a uh, Heisman. Uh, you know, uh, sleeper for sure. And listen, they almost beat Clemson last year. I mean, Should have. That, that game was. Yeah. That game was. It was, it was a wild game. You know? Yeah. So um, they they got they got some you know they got some guys on there. So I think they take care of Syracuse for sure. And, yeah. and definitely, you know, I wouldn't be surprising if I if see them in the ACC championship right and and go against Clemson and hey, listen, you never know because this is not the same Clemson team. The Clemson's lost a lot, a lot of guys the last few years, and we'll yes, they, they rebuild, they they retool. But this UNC team is is coming up, so uh, this I think UNC takes care of business against Syracuse. And here's a here here's a here's another game I put on there. Like I say, I don't I don't do all these games. I just kind of put like interesting or ones that I like catch my eye. But um, I can see LA Tech and Baylor. Uh, Louisiana Tech and Baylor. I can see that. That's my only upset alert game. Uh, you know the, it's you know Baylor should be good, but they're they they don't quite know like they're you know what I mean they're not they're not that that next year they're not Oklahoma yeah losing Matt Rule is gonna be tough for them right they lose their yeah. coach yeah. and Louisiana Tech always you know they're gonna come in on fire um, so that's just a, that's a quick upset alert game I have it's more of a yeah. gut feeling than anything um, and it's the first game of the year. Uh, I, I could I don't know I could just uh, I could see that being at least if nothing else closer than than people think. Yeah. I mean that's that's just one of those games. And um so here's one, here's one for Chris. Uh well no, that's right. That's right. Football's Miami fan. We got Duke and Notre Dame. And I put this on there because the Notre Dame's in officially playing an ACC schedule this year. So the the question for me is just how good is Notre Dame? Like I think they're really good, but they're playing an ACC team. That that's a little, you know, it's not a they should definitely beat Duke, but how bad do they beat yeah. them? How dominant do they look? How good is Notre? How good do you think Notre Dame is, Coach? I think Notre Dame was weird with Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is a good is, is a good team. I mean, no no question. I think what happens people just lose sight of. They just get they get ranked high, higher oh, yeah. than they should be. Because oh, I think yeah. they're what like tenth now in the country, which they have a great quarterback in Ian Book. I think Ian Book. You know we you know we talk about you know. He's, you know, as far as we talk about Trevor Lawrence, we talk about uh, Sam Howell. He's another guy that should be at the seat of the table as far as ACC quarterbacks yeah. is concerned. I like what he's done there. Um, Duke Duke is an interesting team. I want to see um, – I know they got the guy uh, Chase Bree, the uh, transfer from Clemson. I want to see what he does. And I think um, they bring back seven guys on, on the defense. 
for Duke. So that's going to be a very interesting um, team. But I think David Cutcliffe, yeah. um, he's, a, he's a great guy, but they have to pack their lunch because it's yeah. going to be a long day in South Bend on Saturday. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think – and Brian Kelly is just a – he's just one of yeah. those – he's one of those coaches that's going to um, – you know he's gonna yeah. try and he's gonna try and make his statement. You know because yep, this time. is a good opportunity for him with the schedule they have this year. You know if he can if he can pull off an upset against Clemson, you know what I mean. The yep. sky the, the the sky's the limit. So I, I I see him I see him going a little extra on Duke. That's that's just my opinion. Just because I I just know how he is. But how good do you think Notre Dame's going to be, Chris? Uh, another team I can't stand. Well, no, uh, nobody can stand, stand Notre Dame. But uh, they they got a they got a good team this year. You know, especially not being in the ACC for this season. No, they they got a good team. Right. For sure. So I, definitely another team I'm worried about, along with Clemson and, and yeah. North Carolina. So uh, they, yeah. they they got the they're going to be solid this year. So uh, I, this Notre Dame team, team uh, they they're going to be good. So uh, I I you know they they one of my sleeper. Uh, uh, playoff teams. Yeah, sure. that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Just kind of talking about. So then uh, another one I put down here. It's 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 right. Another one in your guys. The I should preface this by saying the ACC is the only big conference to have like a mainly a full schedule this week. So this is an ACC heavy show. But uh, you know, hey, thanks to them for playing. I'll enjoy every freaking minute of it. Uh, Georgia Tech FSU. Now I put this down there because I feel that both these programs are at a point to where like Georgia Tech is. They, they flipped everything over a couple years ago, you know, uh, got rid of the wishbone, new coach and all that. And then you got FSU, hired the new coach. They've You know the talent's there. I don't care. FSU's always got talent. So one of these teams is going to come out of this feeling really good about themselves, and the other one is going to be 0-1, which you don't want to be in college football. So, uh, we're, 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 you know, just how you guys feel about Georgia Tech, FSU, if you, if you have feelings about it. I mean, you guys are more ACC than I am. Yeah, I um I think Georgia Tech. I mean, we look at far as rebuilding. Oh, I think re- Georgia Tech is at is in the basement. Florida State is kind of on the fourth and fifth step coming upstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, they. I will give like I said, and this is Mike Norvell's first. Um, you know, his his, his regime now, and like you said, Florida State got players. Uh, essentially, they got one of the best players in the ACC in uh, Marvin Wilson. The uh, defensive tackle, so they have him. And then I look at the experience of James Blackman, who I'm still I'm still shocked that he's still around. Yeah, I look at that. Yeah, and he's still around. So I look at that as a situation where Florida State gonna take care of business. And I think Georgia Tech is just hey, let's just get out of here. They're not there yet, right? Yeah, Georgia Tech is. So Plus they're running a completely new system now from the yeah. from the from the wishbone triple option stuff. They and it's hard. Running. It takes a while to turn that roster over. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but the other side of this, I will say, is we're we're here to talk about storylines. If FSU loses this game, it's. I, I mean, mean, Mike, that's Mike Norvell has already had his issues, <laughs> and he's had to push the game. Right, and, you know, Willie, game. the Willie Taggart era didn't didn't last long. Oh and no, thing, things haven't been good since Jimbo left. So uh, yeah. Florida State's definitely been in uh, a state of flux. So, you know, Mar- Norville has definitely got to get on with a band because he's obviously had his issues with his players and all that. You know, uh, so uh, yes, yeah, they they got if they if they don't if they don't they can't Georgia lose Tech, this game. Man, it's a wrap. Yeah. 
it, it's going to be it's they might be uh trying to find another head coach right I, so no, that's I just, get your degree get right. your degree Dio, real quick <laughs> yeah, man. get your, hey, get your so, degree real quick so you hey. can get the job so um <laughs> So the next one, another ACC, uh, and this is an e- this is basically just because. So you got Clemson, Wake Forest. Basically, the question is, how good's Clemson going to look? Uh, that that's the only thing we know. We know that this game's not close, but just yeah. how how crisp, I guess, are they going to look? Because they're clearly the number one team right now as we speak. But if they falter at all, to, or look even, I don't know if they don't beat Wake Forest by, I don't even know what the point. You know. Four touchdowns, it's the chatter is yeah. going to start just like last year. Look how long it took them to get respect last year because they started off quote unquote slow. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys think? Just real quick, what do you think of Clemson? I, we know they're going to win oh, this boy. game. Where, where do you think they're at? Clemson will make for a sleepless night <laughs> thinking about them. <laughs> Clemson. You know how people, the cliche term is, oh, you know, we don't rebuild, we reload. They literally do that. Oh, yeah. Like, they, it's from time in, from time out. You know, we thought about, like, even back in those days, well, oh, how can I get rid of a guy like a Todd? I mean, I'd get rid of him, but like, Todd Boy grades away. Right. And, thinking, oh. and then it's like, oh, and then Deshaun the Watson comes, Kelly Bryant, and then now you got. You, now you have yeah, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, who might be the greatest college quarterback of, <laughs> of, of history if he of wants all to. time. <laughs> so you get him, and, and it, then you look at Travis Etienne. Yes, yeah, so they back. them keeping them keeping Etienne was he in his back, and he's a, sealed a, a, a beat. That's sealed. And it. just and then their defense of line has re- reload. Everything has reload. Yeah. It, athlete to athlete. At, it's not yeah, and then clips, and then Wake Forest not having. Um, the kid that went to Georgia, I forgot his Newman. name. Um, um, Newman. Newman's and not now, there. And now Georgia doesn't have him either. That was quite a story. Right, right. And I love Dave Clawson. Dave Clawson used to be here at the University of Richmond um, years ago. But he had to pack his lunch. Well, he got to pack his dinner because it's a 7 o'clock game. It's going to be a rough <laughs> night for him. Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I can't. There's not much, 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 nothing much to say about Wake Forest. The only no. thing I think about about Wake of Salem hey, is Chris Paul, my Angelo, um, <laughs> <laughs> not my Angelo, but um, and and Krispy Kreme donuts. That's the only thing I can think about in Winston Salem besides Wake Forest. There's always Clemson, next week. Clemson's schedule is kind of a yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they got one game. They're tough. Their next toughest game, they're. You know, obviously, I, I hope Miami is a tough game for them. But that, the, I mean, Notre Dame, you know, <laughs> in game. November, and then that's it. They got to win one game. They, they, they they're going to go undefeated. Yeah, going yeah. to the AFC championship game. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, that's why I said it's it's basically it's how good are they going to how good can they look? It's not a matter right. of if they're going to win. It's how so um, yeah. so yeah. you know what? Let's I'll I'll I got this one here. Let's. Uh, I know Miami, like, tomorrow night's not a huge game for you, but I know you're glad to see your Canes. Uh, De'Ari King's playing, right? Like, everything, yes, we, we're good. Yes. So, I love the kid. I, 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 no, I love the kid. I hope it goes great. So, how, you, how do you feel about him? Give us a little 
Honestly, Scouting if we didn't report. get him, if we didn't have him as our quarterback, I would have no optimism at all because the quarterback situation for Miami has been it's been a disaster to say the least. You got it's no faith the, in your my boy Tate Martell. Tate, he's not even yeah, Tate he's Martell. not even in the depth chart. He's, he's not even there. Is he, he got he got <laughs> bounced by uh, the freshman uh, Van Dyke. What um, an ass clown. Yeah, I mean wow. he's not he's the four string quarterback, so he's not even it's 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 been bad for Tate. Yeah. It's definitely been bad for Tate. But Derek King definitely gives us hope. Yeah. Uh, I, I, obviously, not having Gregory Russo this year is is uh, is a big loss. Uh, you know, he decided to opt out and get ready for the for the NFL draft, which is smart because he's a top five, ten pick. You know, so uh, that was smart on his end. But uh, you know, there's optimism. There's optimism. But you know, I've been let down before by this team. You know, uh, so you know. I, I want to. I want to. I. I want to hope that there's this. This year's different, but you know, we we had you know obviously last year losing to FIU was was a disaster, and uh, you know six and seven, you know another you know eight out of the last ten, you know eight out of the last ten years, I believe we finished unranked and we're a one and eight in our last uh, nine bowl games. That's crazy. That's not acceptable. Not That's just crazy. not acceptable. And Manny Diaz. You know, great defensive coordinator here. You know, uh, I don't know how he is yet as a head coach. I don't know how he is yet as a head well, he's coach. Got a, he's got a quarterback this year. You're going to find out. He's got, he's, we have the quarterback, and, you know, we we got some guys on defense that, that are like, you know, Jalen Phillips. I don't know if you guys know Jalen Phillips. He was the number one recruit a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, UCLA. yeah, yeah. Transferred. He had battled some injuries in UCLA, well, was uh, banged up, and he transferred, and uh, – you know, he's going to take over for uh, for Russo, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he he is. Um, we got the dude from Temple. I can't remember his name, but he, he's another. Uh, he's a he's a transfer there too. Uh, but you know, uh, we we don't bring back a lot of guys. I think uh, we're one of the we're one of the we're bottom of the barrel of the ACC. But sometimes that's all right. And uh, you know, the offensive line was it was a uh, you know it, it was tough last year. Uh, the offense, especially that first game against Florida, where Florida just came at us hard with those young guys on offensive. But you know, uh, the receivers are good. You know, Mark Pope, you know, uh, solid receiver. I, I love our tight ends of Will Mallory and Brevin Jordan. I think we that's the one spot. I think we have the best set of tight ends in the country. Uh, I love our tight ends, but it, it's it's a uh, it's a work in progress. This team, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, I expect to see us in Charlotte and, and play for the AC championship, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for progress. You know, that's, uh, that's I, amazing. I can't, I'm not going to say the U is back. I'm not going to go out there and say the U is back. Because, but, uh, I, you know, Derek King gives us, gives oh, us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that, that I'm excited about. So, uh, I only got, I only got one more game and the only reason I put it on here, it's Missouri state, Oklahoma, and only because it's worth watching, you know, this is Oklahoma is what, uh, fourth quarterback now in what five years or whatever, uh, is, is, uh, is Rattler going to be the next Oklahoma, you know, megastar. That's, that's, it's, that's the only word thing. And it's a big 12 team playing, you know, one, it's a only one other one of the big boys playing. So is, uh. Can can that Oklahoma do it again? Another quarterback put up crazy numbers. I, I like think so. Right. I think so. I mean, that offense I mean, carries over. It's going to be a testament to Lincoln Riley where you got to think about it. He's If he can do this where he's done it in so many different phrases. He got a Baker Mayfield who was a walk-on. Yeah. Turned into <laughs> a Heisman. 
Kyler Murray, who was really essentially that baseball yeah, baseball star. player. Then you got Jalen Hurts, a from Alabama. Now you got Spencer Rattler, who just essentially what he's like a, 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 a I don't know if he's a sophomore or it would be oh, Rattler. Know, Rattler, yeah, Rattler. He's a he's a redshirt freshman. Yeah, yeah, freshman. Oh, freshman. So then you think I thought about he was it, a redshirt sophomore. Wow. If 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 he's right, and if he's that, you know, he's done it in all phases. If he can, if Spencer Rattler can go to New York City. Lincoln Riley can write his own ticket. Absolutely. I keep waiting for him. I keep, I keep waiting for him to cash in. Yes. And Riley could be there for a few years because he's only a freshman. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, thing, that's what I thought too. There's so many different levels where, because you can look at it, well, okay, well, he had, you know, all different, any type of quarterback situation he has handled. So, yeah. if oh, he goes to New York, well, I don't know if they're going to do, if they're going to do the Heisman thing. Yeah, you know, virtual like, Heisman. <laughs> if, if he's virtually invited to the downtown athletic club in New York, then we're like Lincoln Rally. They gonna have uh, we can get the keys. You get the keys in Norman, Oklahoma, which you already have already. But we'll give you another set. They gonna, gonna have Justin you. Fields thrown into a net <laughs> as his highlights. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the practice practice oh, Justin. squad. Justin Fields. Uh, oh, oh, oh Justin. Justin, poor Justin. They'll play. I think the Big Ten finds a way to play like in, in October or something. They're leaning I'm, towards it, but as of now, play. as of now, they're dead to me. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because now you see how they still are keeping the rankings. Yeah. Like, well, as they still like rank top three, yeah. right? And that, and that lets me know like maybe they're trying to do something to put the Big Ten in. They're trying. Because like now, they're running out of time. It, it don't make any sense because honestly, and and this is just me personally, part of my bias, but we should be the 12th ranked team in this country. But now we're 18th because we got Ohio State, Penn right. State. If you don't have right. the Big like, Ten no. in the Pac-12, then why are they you're even? Not, not, yeah, they right. Need... And Oregon's in that list. Y'all, y'all are in our way. Like, <laughs> no, I agree. We could be ranked, but you're, we're not ranked. Come on, guys. Right. I well, I can tell you I'm... what. When my top ten <laughs> comes out tomorrow, there's there's no Big Ten or Pac-12 in there. Like, yeah, right. if, if they're not playing, why are they ranked? I have no Unless idea. Unless they're ranked. And, and that's like the Rockets to come out and play, but they're not. So why are they right? And that's to me, that's a tea leave to say they can play. We'll that's say. what I'm saying. I think they're gonna figure out a play. Maybe not. Obviously, it's, I think it's so. too late. It's too late. But maybe in October, because they can start we'll October. See. What's their first Saturday in October? Is what like the third or I forgot third or even yeah, I think 10th, it's the third. Yeah, potentially. I think they're gonna they're play. shooting for the tenth, but yeah, there's a lot right. of. It's it, I, there's so many rumors and stories and um just it, it's there's yeah. no facts coming out of it. It's it's silly. Yeah. It's silly. They 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 played this all wrong. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. but so like I said, they're not playing. These other teams are. I give credit to the athletes on the field. Um, gentlemen, do you have anything to add to watch for this weekend that's on your mind? We covered a lot of games here. Oh, man, this is fun. Football's back. Yeah, football's exactly. Back. That's the biggest thing. Football. Yes, it really is that simple. It's football's back. Yes, yes. and uh, the my, best storyline ever. Yeah, and mm-hmm. good. You know, and like I say, good for the kids. I, you know, I've been watching following high school the last couple of weeks. You know, good for the kids that are playing. If nothing else, like the the the, the guys and the kids playing the sport and coaching the sport, like it means everything to them. They they. Most of them truly don't care about the rankings and you know all the the hubbub and everything. They they really just want to play the game. We all know how that is. So that's why I'm I'm focusing on the ones playing. I'm not doing shows every week 
you know, crying because Ohio State's not on the field. Like, I feel bad for him, but, you know, we got we to gotta move on. I, I understand it's not the kid's fault. But, uh, hey, that was great, guys. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, it, it couldn't have been better. Uh, the off the ball network. This was, uh, this is what, um, when we, when we built it this summer, this is what I envision. And I, and, um, it's, we got a game seven, great. by the way, Toronto one and double overtime. Wow. Well, I apologize wow. that I made us miss that. I, okay. That's on me. Friday night. That's on me. <laughs> so, uh, that's awesome. That's a, a date great. Friday night. I got a yeah, date that's Friday a great night. game seven. Game seven. Man. And how great is it going to be? We're going to have NBA playoffs and college football and NFL. Like, yeah, there's going to be a couple really good weekends for the next yes. month or so some, coming. Some up. sense of normalcy back. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep, yep. You can focus on the real stuff and you know take a break from it every now and then. But um, uh, I th- hey, thanks a lot, guys. G- give your exit like you you like know, you know how to do, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, Coach, go ahead, man. Yes, indeed. Uh, follow me, Couch Coach Live, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, social media, podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, the website, CouchCoachLive.com. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, off the Ball Podcast. You can find me on social media, Off the Ball Pod, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, OTB underscore network. Follow Off the Ball Network on all social media platforms. Go to OffTheBallNetwork.com for articles and find everyone's podcast. And uh, you know, I just uh, posted a, a, a show uh, yesterday with uh, uh, founder of NBA uh, Draft Junkies, yes. uh, Raphael Barlow. Uh, I was very excited to have him on. And I'm going to be on his show tomorrow, which I'm really honored oh, to be on. That's so great, man. I'm excited about that. Talk great. some draft. Talk some Knicks. You know, uh, all, all that fun stuff. So uh, just check out that. Show's available up off the ball. A podcast available on all podcast platforms. Also YouTube. Trying to get the YouTube up, too. Oh, so. yeah. Plug that YouTube hard, you know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, uh, off the boat network. Uh, make sure you go follow that. Uh, you know, uh, we've been doing great work on, yes. on the off the boat network. You know, articles have been doing great. Uh, podcasts, obviously, everyone's doing their thing. So uh, I'm, I'm happy of the progress so far uh, for it. Yeah, you guys are both killing, it, man. Uh, Mo Murphy, uh, we had some technical issues. I appreciate you coming on, man. Go follow, uh, go listen to Mo uh, Up in Flames podcast. Doing some great stuff. He interviewed a high state writer the other day for uh, my high state fans out there. Uh, Josh Lozano, thank you so much for doing that for me. Um, uh, bench warmers and burners podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll post everybody. No, he's so dope. He's yeah, so yeah, dope. yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of great content on here. Uh, thanks for that's everybody. why you got a network, guys. Network, that's right. That's network, why. Network. network. Yes. Network. Yep. We're all in this together, yes. man. So uh, yep. thanks everybody for checking out Jeff Needs Sports. Uh, it's if you're listening to me now and you wonder why it's not the Tuesday aftermath. Uh, you know things evolve, but it's it's still the same Jeff. Uh, these guys were kind enough to help me out this week, and we're gonna we're gonna be doing this every week. Uh, I think the scouting report worked out pretty well. And, uh, you know, go, go, go follow me on Facebook or Facebook, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. <laughs> Man, it's been a long night. It's been a long night. I, I, I'm going to edit that out. Uh, what the heck? That's a, that used to be like Backface. It was that movie. I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, combined, what did he combine? He combined uh, Facebook with, uh, I don't know. What I don't even other. know, man. Wow, damn, hey, you know what? Hey, I am human. I'm, I have That's something Belichick would say face back. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's a 45 year old coming out in me. It can't stop hey, itself. Jeff, Jeff Schroeder's Mark, age. Right Mark Zuckerberg will like that. 
Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at jhut 6 And uh, I want to thank everybody for watching and participating. And uh, enjoy your weekend, everyone, and be kind to each other. Peace.